Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to today's lunchtime chat. Hello, dear starshines. Uh, welcome to my channel, Life Body Academy. Uh, for those of you who are new, my name is Christina. I'm an acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about those topics and issues, challenges that are facing our star family today. You know, our star seeds our new paradigm visionaries, our way showers. And um, because we have abilities, capacities that are not necessarily embraced by our larger human family, we have very unique angles to these, um, to, with our perspective to these challenges. So I'm here to give to the best of my ability, a liberated perspective. Because dear Starshines, we are quite literally decoding the blind spots, the veils, the, amne the mechanisms of amnesia for the entire collective. We are way showers into the new way, the new human, okay? And it's really requiring our love, our compassion, and our creativity to decode these, these energetic spiritual prisons, mental prisons, emotional prisons, you see? So I'm gonna pause here and give everybody a moment to get on board. We have lovely dear star shines that join us every, every time, every week. Uh, so once you get here, go ahead and say hi, let me know you're here. Um, I have some beautiful, beautiful um, messages from the collective to talk about with you guys. There are so many miracles happening right now for those of us able and or willing to stand in our truth. Truth is becoming very, very potent during this solstice season. You know, we had a, um, a new moon recently conjunct Polaris, which is a pole star that we have been evolving towards for the past uh, several thousand years. So this is a major turning point on that level. We're only 80 years away to complete perfect conjunction with the pole star. And our new moon that we just had in Gemini was that. Hello, spirit bound Neo. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for saying hi. Um, the, other, the other thing about this is that our sun passed through that same degree point before the solstice that we just had yesterday. And there is a lot of, let's say, life force energy flooding the interdimensional realms of our reality right now. And it's illuminating a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So the more we can be in alignment with the truth that's inside of us. I'm not saying the truth that you tell yourself in your head. I'm talking about the actual living frequency of truth inside your core of your being the more we um, stay in harmony with that, anchored in that, the easier and more graceful we can integrate all of this light flooding our interdimensional planes. So the sun, the, uh, you know, the sun has been, uh, we've been, uh, let's see, revolving around the sun for, for eons. So there are different frequencies coming from the sun now. So even the way the sun shines on our reality is having more different, you know, different spectrums that it's covering. If, if you guys have been watching the space weather, we've had several solar flares and magnetic 
um, eject, um, coronal ejections going on, you know, uh, so there's, and plasma, that plasma, that's what I mean, plasma ejections going on. So that's adding to the frequency of bandwidth of what the sun is flooding our, our, our realm with. There's that. But then you also have interstellar light coming into our, the planes of our existence. You know, we have, we have um, the gamma bursts coming from Cygnus that are just building. They're just building. There's more and more coming from that. And then uh, recently there's been discussion. Please let me know if the wind is too much on this microphone. I will change my position. Um, hey, Laurel, good to see you, darling. Thank you for being here. So good to have you here. Whoa. <laughs> Oopsies. There we go. Is that going to work? Hold on. My little, my little, there we go. There we go. We got it. Um, and recently, uh, events from Beetlejuice, which is on the upper right shoulder of Orion, has also been having changes. And then, you know, so there's all these interstellar frequencies that are different than that's flooding our realities as well. Now, science has already confirmed that the um, the gamma burst coming from Cygnus has already been penetrating the different layers of the magnetic layers of the Milky Way galaxy and our solar ring. So we have data that's also, you know, hard, uh, old, I'm going to call it old, um, old paradigm <laughs> um, data that's also validating that these frequencies are reaching this reality. They're reaching this realm that we are living in right now. And I say realm. Because, you know, once you start opening up to reality as the multiple, whoops, let's see if I can fix this so it doesn't do that anymore. There we go. So we can have multiple, um, we, we can be aware of the multiple nesting dolls that are contributing to our actual experience. How we understand this reality really starts to change. It's not quite like we're a blue ball result, revolving around a sun. We're actually moving through lots of geometries we're moving through uh through frequencies the sun is traveling very quickly and we are going around the sun and all the other planetaries are going around the sun and they're all creating geometry as we spiral through the milky way galaxy so these um these interstellar events flooding new frequency into these geometries into these spirals into our realm is a really, really big deal and a very, very big, big, big opportunity. Okay. Hey, Polly, good to see you, darling. And, you know, there's so much to talk about this here. Let me uh, get back to, ah, right. So one of the messages that has been coming through, because we're all having some pretty intense things that we're going through. I think we can all agree on that. The personal stuff is really, is really up. Um, and once we are waking up to our multidimensional levels, we can start to recognize how this personal stuff actually has origins way out here in these outer nesting dolls. So it's not a personal story towards you. It's a pattern of expression that you are experiencing. This is a very liberating uh, perspective to take on these pieces because we have a lot to work through as a um, human family. We have a lot of collective pieces, a lot of pain to work through. And we can't just say, oh, it's done now and, be, and, and, and focus away from it. No, 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 no. If it's a, an energy in any of these nesting dolls, somebody, somewhere, somehow 
needs to, you know, have contact with this and move it through. And we have lots of help, of course. We have all sorts of elemental beings. We have cosmic elemental beings, earth elemental beings, you know, all, you know, and humans and uh, interdimensional beings. We have all of this assisting us, but there are things that just need a choice point. They need a, cho a reset of a choice point. Okay, so these pains, these sufferings, these heartbreaks, this, this stuff that's in the collective that we have personal stories that connect us to it, we really need to have it. We really need to touch it and see the choice point and make a different choice on those interdimensional planes. That's how it, that's how it cleans up out of these realms. For example, all right, dear sister Starshine Beverly posted a really neat, neat video on the rise of the multidimensional human group in Facebook. That's that's our Facebook group. And it was a, a, an intuitive explaining about the significance of the underworlds collapsing. OK, and she's right. Um, you know, the underworlds are collapsing. I, I can't say with my perspective, it's completely collapsed, but very significant aspects of it that have been holding down human consciousness has collapsed. But what happens with that, that means that all that, the beings of, that were occupying these underworld spaces are now coming into this realm because they don't have an under realm to exist in anymore. So they're coming to this realm, which means the energies they hold, the triggers buttons that they are specific keys for, right? They're, they're, you know, they're dark, dark forgotten beings that live off of other energies and they know how to trigger humans to have certain feelings. And it's usually around blame and other kinds of things. And then the more you entertain that, the more they can come in, right? So this is what I mean. We really need to step up our, our willingness to hold space for these pains without it being personal, without it being a story against you, without a victim, without a perpetrator, okay? Because the more we do this, the more we are liberating quantum levels of of stuck energies in these outer nesting dolls okay you can hear you can heal family curses generational curses by simply being present with your person with the pains being in your truth while you're experiencing them like i said truth is a very powerful piece right now love springs eternal for all those standing in their truth right now, okay? That is a deeply encoded message from the upper realms. I wanna say angelic realms, but that's just because I don't have a better word to describe these realms. These are, I wanna say, it's the, it's the energies of that promise, that next coming of humanity, the arising of humanity to themselves, you know? So Pachamama means realm of the mother. We are choosing to experience ourselves within the realm of the mother. And the realm of the mother is healing, is unifying, is coming back home. The dream is bringing us all back home to ourselves as we choose it. Coming home to ourselves means saying yes to knowing your truth, what it really is inside. Now, most people, 
and I, I'm so sad. It's sad that this is the, this is how it is. But most people don't even know what their truth is because all they can hear or mostly what they're aware of are their mind thoughts about things. Okay. So I want to give you a little tidbit on how to tell what your truth is. Okay. When especially when it's in the face of a very difficult situation where you want to hard, you want to be hard, but really the only way through is to be soft. Okay. And that is, you know, do some sort of exercise to get your, or some breathing exercise to get you into a deep parasympathetic response and a rest and digest response. What we do in the academy is we focus on our inner rhythms and we smile into them. That calms the body. That actually starts strengthening your energy field. And, it, and as you practice with that, it also sharpens your focus. So do something to really stimulate that physiological rest and digest response and sit with yourself. And how you can tell something is a truth arising from your intuition or in, from your inner being is that it's something, it's, it's almost like a wave that comes up and it might even let you, give you a restriction feeling in your throat, a nervousness in your mind, okay? And, but you just stay with it stay with the wantingness the willingness to see what it is to know it to know what it is and as you do that it, the truth will rise up like this and a lot of times it's going to make you very uncomfortable you're going to want to say no to it or you're going to look for a way to make it wrong i must be making this up you know stuff like that but i'm going to encourage you at that moment when you're having those thoughts take another breath and pause and be with it, just be with it, and see what starts to move inside of you. Things will start to move. It's really helpful to have people hold space for this, so if you have a tribe of people that really know how to hold a solid, deep space inside of themselves, that, that's absolutely priceless. But, you know, being alone too is also priceless. Um, for me, I'm alone a lot. And for me, I, in my solitude, I gather strength. I gather my connection with my inner truth. Okay. So for me being alone is a power, uh, power, uh, you know, a source for me. Okay. Now you may not be in that situation or you don't like being alone or whatever, but sometimes it's because we avoid ourselves and it's easier to avoid ourselves when we're in company with others, you know? Um, but you know, either way, whatever the, the path is for us to really, to give us what we need to be with our truth, that's what we need to do more and more and more because this second half of the year, is all now about processing all that illumination that has happened in those interdimensional realms. All those frequencies that have flooded these interdimensional realms are now pushing things that were hidden right in our face. It's like it's like rising up. It's it's like you know when you wake up out of a, out of a dream, and when your waking world and the dream is still with you. It's it's coming up like that, and. These interdimensional realms, we're trained to think that they don't exist or, you know, it doesn't have impact this reality, but they absolutely do. This is 
so important for us to really keep settling into and validating for ourselves over and over and over again. This is why I, I tell people, keep an eye out for those feedback loops, those feedback loops of the universe saying, yes, I heard you. Yes, this is the result of the shift that you just did. You know, this is you know, so those feedback loops come quickly once, once you get going, once you get going with it. And the miracles abound. The miracles abound. So we are facing integrating all that stuff that was hidden that's now in our face. And a lot of it is difficult and painful. Okay. And we're going to, when things are difficult, when things are painful, we kind of have our knee reactions to that. Let yourself have the knee-jerk reaction, but do make sure you come back and circle back around and look at how you have hardened instead of softened. Hardening looks like when, say, you're thinking about the personal story, you're thinking about the situation, and you feel defensive or you feel angry or you hear word that bad things are happening to the people involved in the story and you have some kind of satisfaction around it. Okay. That's hardening. That is you participating in holding these, these energies in place. Okay. The key to it all, the key to it all is compassion and forgiveness forgiveness quite literally liberates your ability to love okay okay to love in the situation to bring love and light into authentically into yourself so um and you know i've i've had things go on too especially in the past several weeks and you know the lessons i'm learning are deep and, I, and I'm seeing them as ancestral patterns that because I'm experiencing them in the way that I'm at, at, I'm actually liberating myself and my people from these patterns. And some of them are heartbreak, betrayal, bitterness. I quite literally, that's how it went. Uh, well, it kind of went betrayal, heartbreak, betrayal, then bitterness. <laughs> like that, you know, because it's a journey, right? It's a journey. But... I found that when it comes to heartbreak and pain, I can feel that and I can let that move. Um, what I had more of a hard time with is bitterness. And I realized that is my family's story, especially the masculine line, you know, betrayal on top of betrayal, heartbreak after heartbreak, and eventually becoming shut down and bitter. You know, my, um, yeah, my, my father line, I just saw that go, go, go so far. And it brought so much pain forward, pain that, you know, I really felt like, you know, I was going to break because of it. But then as soon as I thought I was at that breaking point, the dawn would come and all that love and forgiveness would flow in would just flow in authentic forgiveness. I'm not saying I have to tell myself to forgive. I'm talking about my spirit bringing this amazing wellspring of forgiveness. And as the forgiveness was flooding through, I actually can see the dark forces that were involved in all this. 
I can see the witchcraft. I can see the cursings. I mean, there was so much I can see. And in seeing those dark forces, I had no hard feelings for them at all. I truly wanted those beings to have a choice, to have the ability to make a different choice. You know, I truly wanted all of them to know liberation like I just experienced it. Okay. This is the power of our spirit when we are dealing with ourselves on a multidimensional, interdimensional level. The power of our spirit is unstoppable if we allow it to be that. That means addressing all the reasons why in our life right now in this moment, we don't allow love into a situation. We don't allow forgiveness into a situation. The more we address what's in our face right now, the more unlocking of these interdimensional uh, prisons that humanity has been trapped in for so long, we do, okay? We quite literally unlock it all the way up to these quantum levels. We liberate elemental beings. We liberate ancestors. We liberate aspects of ourselves. We liberate planets, stars, galaxies, okay? We quite literally, as these puny little human vessels, we're an infinite being in these puny little human vessels, we have the capacity from the data sets we get from these vessels to liberate galactics, superclusters, cosmic frequencies that are participating in this reality. It's a miracle. Quite literally, it's a miracle. Let me know if this wind is interrupting the sound. I'm curious if you guys are, are able to touch these pieces that I'm talking about, or maybe it's been unfolding in your life right now. Um, I encourage you guys to keep going, keep going. And because I'm aware of all of these frequencies inundating the interdimensional planes and even into this realm too, um, I have made a decision to offer the multi-dimensional forgiveness practice as we do it in light body as a, as a service to, you know, our, our family here, our star family here, our earth family here, you know, it's for earth angels. It's for star angels. It's for all beings that want that liberation within their family, that liberation within themselves. Okay. And, uh, because the way we do forgiveness practice here, it's, it's, it's an act of opening up doorways, opening up fields and nesting them inside of each other in such a way we are addressing things on a multidimensional galactic plane and beyond. It's like we are clearing out vast volumes held within our Akasha with our compassion and forgiveness. You know, we are liberating so many beings from agreements, vows, contracts. You know, we are um, grudges, curses. We, are, we liberate many, many, all the beings connected to our specific life stream of these experiences. 
And so this is a very different way to practice forgiveness than I think a lot of folks are have been exposed to. You know, this has nothing to do with the ego driver, except that you're tuning your ego driver to be in alignment with your intention. So you're getting yourself to be in the seat and be present <laughs> to do this act, okay? And the forgiveness practice is rooted in so many indigenous lineages. The forgiveness practice on a multidimensional level, the way I'm, way we do it, is something that comes from an ancient, ancient origins. Ancient origins. I'm talking, you know, beyond the Tao, beyond the, the, the Vedics, beyond even the Atlantean timelines. Okay. This is an ancient, ancient magic held by the masters of inner circle magic. Inner circle magic is the most powerful magic there is. So that means outer circle magic is a step down. Outer circle magic is a step down to being able to work with the inner planes. And that step down was necessary because there was a fall in consciousness. And for a very long time, that was a lifeline for many of us, star angels, earth angels, star seeds, whatever term is in alignment, feel right for you. I like star seeds, star shines, because it can, it's outside of the like, you know, religious context, though it is a, uh, in the context of, of, the, of the New Age movement. So it kind of still gets hijacked a little bit. <laughs> but it's, it's, I like that because I really feel like everybody is a star shine. There's a radiant star inside of each and every one of you. And when in right relationship, I feel like I can, I can connect with that. We can connect with each other on that level and just illuminate each other, see each other's beauty, celebrate each other's magnificence, you see? So star shines really works for me in that context. But let me get back to. Outer circle magic being practiced right now is falling, falling, falling unless the person is using their outer circle magic to liberate themselves, to liberate their love, to liberate and heal their family, their personal connections, their inner light. If they are using outer circle magic for that purpose, someone might call that a white witch, um, that, is, that is amping up. That's going to be very, very potent, okay? For those who are using outer circle magic to battle, you know who you are, using outer circle magic to control, to get what they want, okay? This is, because of the collapse of these underworlds and the way that they have collapsed, this is becoming a path to ruin, okay? It's becoming a path to ruin. I'm saying this out loud so you have it. 
understand that it's very important to be in the moment with what things are right now because how they were a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago is not how it is right now. And it's because of that light, those frequencies inundating all these interdimensional planes. And the dark forces are being faced with the choice. Many of them are running because they're scared. They're running scared. They are not ready for the choice yet. So they're going to keep grasping on to what triggers they resonate with. So the more selfishness, the more anger and blame, the more we're willing to hold on to bitterness, okay, stuff like this, the more the more quickly down the dark side to the dark side we're going to go, you know. I don't know if you, um, several weeks ago, maybe it was three or four weeks ago, I did um, uh, a chat. My hair was up on a bun on the top where I talked about the dark side of the force, like what was, um, what Yoda would teach about in uh, Star Wars. That's a real thing. That is a real thing. And it's, this is not about a battle of dark and light. No, 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 no. This is about transcending the battle. There is no battle. Okay. There is no fight. So it's transcending all of that and choosing your truth. The truth is the way to be in harmony with dark and light. The truth inside of your spirit and being in harmony with that will liberate your love, liberate you from the darkness that haunts you. Okay? Now, that's not to say there's no darkness because there is a noble dark cosmic force. It exists. Okay? And it only gets the better of you when you fall out of truth, when you fall out of your truth. And your truth is synonymous with cosmic truth, which is synonymous with the all that is truth, okay? So these are ne outer nesting dolls of who you are in these realities, having a life, having a space inside of you to express itself through you, okay? That's what that truth does. You are quite literally an expression of all that is. Okay? Of the unifying, the unity light, the one love that breathes through all things, expresses itself through you, through your soul as a, as in on a soul's journey, through all the cultivation of ego driver self, you know, subconscious, all of this it expresses itself through you. And you need to make that choice. Have you suffered enough? Has there been enough pain? Does there need to be more? How much longer do we need to punish? How much longer do we need to hold our love back. So this is an amazing moment, uh, the, uh, you know, on this point in time space. There's so much that has been liberated and freed inside of humans. 
and we might feel like we're alone because like the larger human family is asleep or obsessed or whatever. Some of them are quite literally getting taken over, which is so, so difficult to watch, you know, but we can't, we can't make choices for people. All we can do is hold the door open for when they're ready. And that's the same for the interdimensional planes. Hold the door open for when they're ready. You know, say, hey, here you go. Here's the key to the door. Whenever you're ready, you have it inside of you. Stuff like this. A lot of, a lot of us, <clears throat> a lot of us are waking up to the power inside of ourselves. And, you know, we really got to, right, there's, there's a few things in here. Hold on a second. There's a few things in here. Wait a minute. <laughs> I started to put, put out multiple thoughts in the same sentence. I, I can't do that. Okay. Okay. And the, yeah, I'm getting, I'm totally getting blocked for, for some of this. Why, why am I getting blocked talking about this? jeez. Oh, okay, so let's talk about loops. Okay. Mental loops. Time loops. Versus cycles. Okay. Now, part of the reason why a lot of humans, when they think about our realm, our planetary existence circling around the sun, part of the reason why we've all, we've so often had it depicted to us as the sun is stationary and we're going around it. That is reflecting a limitation on a subconscious level of who and how, who we are, you know, in the kind of truth about our reality. Okay. Now, when people see the sun, when they see an image of the sun traveling through the cosmos with the earth spiraling around it and all the other planets spiraling around it, then that, that like activates something inside of our psyche, inside of our being. It like opens us up to a whole nother level of, of our existence on a dimensional, multidimensional level. Now, you may not have a tangible awareness of this at first, but it, it comes out over time, usually through dream time. And, and some of the ways that it liberates our awareness is that it's pulling us out of the linear plane. It's actually pulling us out of linear, the trappings of linear time, okay? Linear time is the past is the past, the future is the future, and right here is the now. It's like time flies like an arrow through time and space. How we keep time on this planet is completely artificial. It's in our mind. It's a mental field construct that we build clocks to, we build clocks to remind us of this construct. And then we engineer our whole lives to organize around this construct. You see what I mean? And this keeps our thinking and our creativity limited when we do things like this, when we think like this. So when you actually see that sun traveling through the Milky Way galaxy at hundreds of thousands of kilometers a second and the earth going around it, that that is challenging that limited construct of linear time that's in our subconscious that tells us, you know, time is rules everything. You have everything but time, right? This is a really important 
thing for us to to feel into for ourselves because creativity is harnessed by that our creativity is held captive held is limited by this and this is why working in the akasha is really liberating for so many humans because once we start going into the akashic levels we get introduced to circular time and we get introduced to larger cycles of the unfoldment of nature okay now a sundial is much different than an atomic clock a sundial is much different than the clock on your wall or the clock on your phone because it's it's still on natural time the sun is creating the time reflection in the sundial okay remember that that's an important facet here because that's natural time that is cycles cycles are not just circles that go round and round cycles move through ages move through seasons you see cycles move through day in and day out but they it's a cycle that's held by the sun and the earth it's a cycle held by the solstices the processions of the equinoxes you see these are natural cosmic cycles and when we tune harmonize our harmonize our life to these natural cycles there's a freedom that happens inside of ourselves okay we are no longer in the frequency of these hijacking constructs that are in our collective grids right now okay so time loops trap us mental loops trap us mind loops trap us what does a mind loop look like mind loops happen to most humans especially if you can track energy right and that's only because there's a point in time where the the strength of your mental loop your ment unaddressed mental emotional stuff is stronger than the subtlety of the cycle okay it's us holding on to it's us the the our thoughts and feelings about holding on to something lock us in the loop versus us being laid back and relaxed inside of ourselves seeing and then allowing the loop to show us a cycle right a cycle does this you're always progressing even if you're revisiting seasons a loop is like this it doesn't go anywhere doesn't go anywhere doesn't go anywhere and then our own feelings and conclusions start contributing into the cycle oh it's always the same it always happens to me oh woes me blah 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 right Let's keep this in mind this is the secret out of the loop this is the secret out of the loop is recognizing these things as cycles these are cycles the earth is going through a major cycle we are going through major cycles that's why some of this stuff feels so familiar is because we have been going for many of us we just busted out of loops that have held us in place for eons of time that's held our soul's journey in a particular loop for eons of time those loops are now opening and now we can relate it to as a cycle and it no longer has this endless feeling anymore now the infinite can come in and i have a very tangible way to describe how it feels when the infinite comes in and i'm going to share it with you guys have you guys ever been in a dep deprivation tank a sensory deprivation tank these are tanks full of epsom salts and you go naked and it's totally dark and totally silent 
you go naked and float on this on in this water in the salt water and there and you go into a deep altered state because there's no distraction whatsoever no distraction whatsoever there's no sound there's no light it's complete darkness well all right they so some some deprivation take tank places like will allow a light because some people don't like the darkness i like it when it's pitch black when it's completely dark and when you're in that space you can tell the difference when you're in the mind versus when you're in your infinite nature okay and this is this is the whole secret about stepping out of time the whole secret about stepping out of time and and living your life outside of time it's amazing I got here. I'm able to drop this truth bomb on you guys. I love it. So when you are within those human constructs of limited thought, of limited of who you think you are, when you're deeply entrenched in the mental field and you're in a deprivation tank situation, it'll be like time stands still. That hour or 90 minutes in that hyperbaric, or not I'm the hyperbaric, um, in that deprivation chamber will feel like five hours, three hours. It'll be excruciating. But when you are in that hyper, uh, I keep saying hyperbaric for some reason, when you're in that um, deprivation tank and it feels like five minutes, that's because you dialed out of the mental field and went into your spirit, into your infinite nature. And it was like, and not only that, your body got a complete relaxation and reset. Your emotional field got reset. Your mental field got reset. Your spiritual fields got reset. And when you step out, you feel completely calm and in harmony with the natural rhythms between earth and sky. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And we have, we have abilities to visit this experience in this realm. I feel like that's a miracle, that's amazing. So now the trick is, how do you let go of that mental field enough so you can get into your infinite nature in those situations? And of course, it's knowing how to hack your physical body, hack your nervous system, you put yourself into a parasympathetic nervous response. You do a breathing exercise. You do a meditation. You smile into your rhythms. Get yourself out of the fight or flight, into the rest and digest, and into that deprivation tank experience. Then you can have a tangible experience to reflect on the difference between a loop and a cycle. That's how you can melt, your, melt those loops completely. But it takes a lot of courage to let go of all that you think is real. It's all, you know, all the reasons why you think you're this or all the reasons why you think you're that, you know. It takes a lot of courage to let that go. But if you can, believe me, it's completely worth it. It's completely, completely worth it. Yeah, I know I got little... I, my, my, my dear, my dear brother Starshine sent me my Bagwafa cups and, uh, they finally came in the mail. So I, I cupped myself. It's, I know it looks kind of gnarly, but this is, this was great. This was really, really good for my, for the muscles of my shoulder. Um, yeah. So, you know, we are, 
embodiments on a multidimensional level. So, you know, even this shoulder thing, this is an interdimensional plane, you know, interaction that that's contributing into this. And every day I'm just decoding more, decoding more, decoding more, decoding more. And I don't need to go digging or looking. It just is up in my face. Up, you know, I decode something, next piece, up in my face. I decode something, next piece, up in my face. Now, in the old days, I would get sick of that. I'd be like, spirit, I need a break. I'm tired. Can we, you know, blah, 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 blah. But something has shifted. And now I'm just like, oh, thank you so much. I don't have to wait. <laughs> thank you so much. You know, and, and so I can really just stay focused on that inner work. I can stay focused on that process of decoding things with inner circle magic. So, yeah, there's more to be said about the loops and the cycles here. Hold on a second. You can know, you know when you're in a loop because it takes you into a feeling of being stuck slash trapped, not being able to get out. That is the major telltale sign that you're stuck you're in a loop, you're in a mental loop, you're in some sort of narrative loop, you're in, you know, you're looping, 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 okay? And, okay, a great example, all right, here's one for the collective. A collective example would be the, um, the global warming narrative, okay? The, global, the, the um, hypothesis put forth, forth by Al Gore, I don't know if you guys remember that, I think it was in the 90s, where he said, this is what's going on, it's the inconvenient truth, right? So, he used a lot of truth to tell a false narrative, okay? He used true information to weave a false narrative. And the false narrative is that it is that uh, we're heading towards a disaster that is, you know, we're headed, the global warming narrative, as in the humans are the ones that are the cause of the narrative, okay? And... There is truth to that, but it's, but it's been twisted. The truth is the reason why we're the cause of things is because we are unconscious to our role as custodians of this reality. We are the custodians of this realm. We hold the integrity of the life force energies in this realm, and we're not. Right now, we've given it over to all these dark forces, these power over dynamics, governments that have, and leaders that have no interest in serving the life of humanity they have personal interests you know for money for power for sex for whatever you know so the the power system that we have going on here is using these truths to guilt and shame us humans into acquiescing to giving over more control and power but really if our true leadership that that really had the best interest of our environment and of the people they would set up a system to inspire us all to do our part of stepping up into being the caretaker of this realm, empowering us with the wisdom and knowledge of the truth of who we are to truly bring peace, healing, regeneration into this realm. Regenerative health would be a thing, but that's not what's happening. It's, you know, it's this awful allopathic medicine system that just is a business to, uh, the, you know, it's profit on sickness, 
That's why it's so difficult to be healthy. It's like really expensive to keep yourself only doing healthy things. It's like even, you know, the way they do the labeling system, they infiltrate our food, they infiltrate our medicines, they infiltrate our philosophies on how to be healthy, all this stuff. That, that's, those are loops that they have, they, you know, that we get stuck in. When we are truly embracing ourselves as our interdimensional cosmic being in a bio suit, we can solve the earth problems overnight because we'd be utilizing as a collective all these nesting dolls of reality that are informing our here and now. True leadership would take us to that. True, well-intended leadership would bring us to that, okay? But no, instead we get this narrative of how we're poisoning the earth. The earth is dying. We're doing this. We're doing that. And we're powerless to stop it. We have to, you know, we have to, you know, tax this and tax that. You know, it doesn't matter how much we tax. If our humans' behavior and how they hold space in this reality don't change, it doesn't matter how much tax we pay. <laughs> Please, guys, wake up to that. <laughs> see, because you can see that's a loop. That's a loop. Oh, we're doing something. Look at this, this, and this that we're doing. But each of those things that they're doing, they're just loops. They circle on each other, circle on each other, circle on each other. They're not, they're not spirals that progress us out, in, out of the trap and into freedom. You know, we, are, we want to settle into those spirals that pull us out of that stuck, I can't breathe, I don't know what to do, in, you know, spiral us into liberation and freedom. And there is a way, and we're all here to discover it, invent it, do our part to bring it forward, right? You, you know, I can't, uh, I, you know, it's, it's amazing. It really is amazing. So many people are waking up right now. And I am just beside myself on how strongly they're waking up. And I'm also beside myself by having to watch, you know, people choose suffering. It does not need to be that way. It really doesn't. Forgiveness is a spiritual superpower that we all possess. It's something that's available to all of us. And, you know, forgiveness is not what we've been told it is. Yeah, I'm talking about mainstream. I'm talking about forgiveness as the ancients practiced it. You know, the ancients, the, the Lumerian magic, the inner circle magic, the ancient golden wisdom keepers on the you know of wiz of wizards no wizards the wrong word sorceresses sorcerers now that word has a lot of a, a negative connotation in our current narrative but when you go way back way back way back to the to the uh the records of lemuria before we all created realities with our very beingness, okay? And as the, you know, as we went forward in time towards the fall of consciousness, the perception of sorceress, sorcerers became dark. And yes, there are sorcerers that have fallen. We have these stories alive in our pop culture even. That's the story of um, um, Sauron, no, Solomon? No, Sauron and uh, Gandalf, right? This is, you know, Gandalf became, he rose from Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the White, and then Sauron fell. He was Sauron the White that fell in consciousness. So there are stories of sorcerers 
falling in consciousness, sorceresses falling in consciousness. But that was all part of a cycle. It was a cycle, guys. We are all nature. We are cosmic forces experiencing cycles. There's a exhalation, fractalization cycle, and there is an inhalation, unification cycle. For me, I feel so strongly I am on the inhalation cycle right now. And all the people that resonate with me and I resonate with are also are also on that inhalation cycle. And you know, we have to walk that walk the best that we can because uh, there's a tendency within us to want to bring everybody with us on that inhalation. But the fact of reality is there are some people that we love deeply that are still experiencing the exhalation cycle, you know. They are still choosing that exhalation. And as painful as that is to watch, to witness, it's essential that we let them. It's essential that we let them. Because there's a fine line, fine line between assisting and saving. Okay? We can assist all those that we can assist. And we do. But once that scale tips to having to be one savior, then we are now disempowering that other person. We don't realize it, but we are. So it's really hard to watch people make hard to, you know, bad choices. But the fact is, it's their choice to make. What's important here is that we don't let those choices impede our love impede our ability to hold space and compassion and forgiveness inside of ourselves for all that you know i was having several conversations with some dear star shines and all i can say you know with all the difficulty all the real hard stuff that's been happening lately it's like i cannot let anybody hijack my love i can't let any scenario or sinistry or anger take my own love away from me you know my love is my love to give i choose to give it i choose to not withhold it you know that is my choice and that is such a liberating such a liberating realization because that plays out in all of my relationships all of my relationships just because we're you know a particular relationship this is happening or that's happening does not mean that i need to withhold my love compassion appreciation for each of those beings each of those people you know you guys ever have kids and watch your kids do terrible things or just watch them make bad choices oh god i don't want to do that i don't want to watch that but we have to you know but and we watch them go through it come out the other side all that much stronger you know, that's how it is. That's how it is. So there's that fine line between assisting, doing our part, and saving. And some of the most gracious ways that we can do our part is with 
bringing things into a forgiveness practice, you know, bringing things into a multidimensional, clear the decks of the Akasha, you know, clear the decks of all the parts that are yours in that Akasha and beyond. So you can liberate your love, liberate your life force energy and have no reason to say no, no reason to hold back from your truth, which is you want to love, you want to, you want to see beauty. You want to bring beauty. We all want to bring beauty into our lives and, and into the lives of others. That's something that is a remarkable, I want to say, um, fulfilling experience for a soul is to bring love, to bring beauty where there's no beauty, to make a place that was suffering now beautiful, to restore a, to restore a spirit that was once broken can't tell you though the waves of gratitude and love that come from those acts we bring beauty because we can because we know to this is the source of inner circle magic guys this is the mm, the power of it you know and you know when i'm doing these clearings inside of myself or with groups, you know, and, or bringing the forgiveness forward, you know, I never know where it's going to take us. It's always into deep, deep, unknown, deep, unknown territory. And there's times when I'm like, cause sometimes it feels endless. We can keep going and going and going. And there's times when I'm like, gosh, I don't know if this is really making a difference. I don't know if this is actually impacting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have that thought, but I kid you not that night, the next day, a feedback loop comes and shows me the fruit of our labor, you know, quite literally the synchronicities are off the hook. And this is how I know, this is how everybody in light body that's, that's rocking this inner circle magic piece. That's, that is how I know this is all so real because the feedback loops is the, the, the synchronicities are so on point and effortless. So this is everything that we do in light body is the stepping stones into empowering people with the, with the seeds of inner circle magic. You know, back in the day, it, it takes decades, lifetimes to have this ability but the veils are so lifted and so much of our interdimensional planes are now full with full of frequencies of light and consciousness, our, our star family, our cosmic families, you know, it's just a matter of reorientating ourselves to ourselves. That's all it is. It's like Dorothy with the ruby red slippers, right? That's a miracle guys. That's a miracle. <laughs> oh boy. And with it become, you, you know, with it, we, we realize the depth and vastness of our protection, you know, the protection that's offered to those who are reviving the art of inner circle magic is profound, 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 you know, I remember I had a crazy training in my life. You know, I've, I've so many amazing masters came into my world to work with me. Some in dream time, some started in dream time that I met in person. Some I, you know, came in so many ways, a lot of them in physical form, but not all of them. 
probably the most profound teachers so far have been the immortal masters that have come into my life and the Sasquatch and the Yeti, you know. These beings are so, so potent in how they teach inner circle magic. And, yeah, I'm going over a little bit. I had a late start, so I'm going over a little bit. This is an important thing to say. This is a really important thing to get out. Um, I remember when I first started waking up, I was I did yoga, meditation, mantras, you know, all that stuff. I was exposed to um, a sect of Buddhism that, that was mystical that I, that I also resonated with. You know, all this stuff came on. And not long after this, I started experiencing what it was to get psychically attacked. I mean, I think I was, gosh, early 20s when I had my first where I knew I was getting psychically attacked. And it was by actual a group of people that were psychically attacking. They were practicing outer circle magic, not understanding they were abusing power, you know. And, you know, that really flipped my shit because I didn't know. I didn't, I had no idea what to do or anything. And I, you know, so I got some good advice. I worked it out. And how I worked it out was I, I didn't know it at the time, but I meditated and, and had some kind of activation inside of myself where I woke up to something and the psychic attack ended instantly. Um, and then again, I actually had a voodoo practitioner <laughs> track me. Um, she worked for the government actually. Um, I, like, but not, wasn't in the capacity of working for the government with the attack. She was a government worker that was a voodoo worker like that. And a, a abuser view a voodoo in general is a beautiful healing practice and it's amazing. So I don't want to badmouth voodoo or voodoo at all. That is a really potent, potent practice when it's done in the, for, personal healing self-realization but um but this one she uh yeah she totally attacked me poking my feet and doing all this stuff I'm, I'm not I don't even know why anymore uh but then and then so anyway long story short getting to I've been under lots of attack I've had a lot of experience with psychic attacks so I I know what I'm telling you guys works it's the truth even sorcerers attacking, demonics attacking. I mean, like, right? And it's so easy to go into fight mode when attack is happening. It's so easy to go into fight mode. But that's the exact opposite of what needs to happen. You know? It's just it triggers our inner, our inner fears. It triggers our powerlessness, our despair. The trick is to let, the, let that energy getting thrown at you, take you into despair. Let it take you into your pain. Let it take you to all those places, those dark places inside. Let it take you there. Do not let anybody or anything, you know, intimidate you from being present. Keep it, keep your presence. And what's going to happen is that you are going to come out the other side of that darkness with this radiance. Love that's of your spirit it's just really scary i mean it's beyond scary it's scary 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 i've had some very scary scary moments i mean where yeah i've had very scary scary ones and but that's how i know this works that's how i know the way through it the the beings that have been teaching me throughout my life are 
masters of the inner realms. And I'm so grateful to them. You know, I always thought something was wrong with me because I didn't get to, you know, I didn't get all the fancy stuff to show people like, oh, this is my item and this is my, you know, initiation or, you know, people like, you know, they have different things that show their, their spiritual training, you know, they have layers that they can put on themselves or, you know, some kind of sacred name or some kind of whatever, you know, and I never had any of that. It was just me, <laughs> me showing up with me. Right. And I was always feeling like there was something wrong with that, but in retrospect, I realized, no, everything was right with that because all you need is you and your birthday suit to work all of this stuff out. That's the collective stuff that's, you know, the collective stuff that's happening. That's the satanic stuff that's happening. That's the war that's happening. That's the, all these outer nesting dolls of control systems infiltrating our reality. All of this stuff we unravel, we can decode and unravel with just us and our birthday suit. Now, the one caveat to that, I would say, is that we need each other. We need each other. We need our beloveds. We need our tribe. We need our people because we are human and we are in these bio suits that give us very intense emotions and experiences. We've inherited so much stuff from our ancestry, you know, that needs worked out, that needs, unwo un, you know, decoded, unwoven. You know, we need each other for encouragement for love, for affection, for warmth, for, you know, for inspiration. We need each other so deeply. We need each other, not in a codependent way, but in a, we're in this together way, you know, and together we rise, you know, there's even major deep, deep infiltration in, in the dynamic of, of divine unions of, you know, of, sacred divine partners coming together. You know, there's, there's a lot of darkness around that. So it's fascinating how much we've woken up to and it's very encouraging guys. So all this stuff on the outside going on, it's happening, but also result, you know, as you resolve it inside of yourself, it's going to, you know, the, those that are in those finite realities and committed into that exhalation, they're, falling on their face. Why? Because it's time. We are in a cycle. The Pachamama, the solar, our sun, Del Sol, Inti Tai Tai, okay? We are all, in all the planets here, we are all in a cycle of inhalation. And there are doorways opening up the, into the darkness for those that really need to continue on the exhalation cycle. They're going, they're going through those doorways. So dearly beloveds, please know somebody loves you. You're always being held. Just have the courage to go within and forgive, 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 forgive yourself for the ways you, mistakes you've made. Forgive yourself. Let the shame go. Let all that stuff go. Let it just move right through you and be reborn. This is the time for it. Let yourself be reborn, fresh and new. And liberate your love by forgiving. Liberate your light. Grant yourself the keys to freedom by unleashing your love, your capacity for compassion and forgiveness. That's the key. All right, darling star shines this hour. We'll buy so fast. Mwah. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this conversation. Hi, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. 
we shall see you guys next week. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll be here next week. I have some travel plans coming up, so um, we'll see if it's actually going to happen on a Thursday or not. It's not settled on, on when that's going to happen. I'm going to do my best because you guys know I, 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 I'm that workhorse. I will keep coming and 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 coming. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you.